0: Pagan, the word is all too often associated with at best uncivilized and at worst dark, unsavory beliefs and doings. For some, the word is even synonymous with satanic. One only has to scour the internet to come across hundreds of articles warning of the unwholesome, evil inclinations of those who identify as pagan and the dangerous and perverting influences of their rituals. Are these assertions based in reality, or are they simply the distorted imaginings of people who have no idea about what identifying and practicing as pagan actually means?
1: We do know that the Celts used to honor their ancestors at this time of year up in the British Isles. There's a lot of argument from people who have done history studies exactly what the Celts were doing at that time because they didn't leave a lot of written records. What we have written from the pre-Christian times is usually from the Romans. They left a lot out. So this is a time where you can remember your ancestors, you can remember your beloved dead. The neo-pagan movement sometimes calls it the ancestor altar or the altar of the beloved dead. The Celts were celebrating their ancestors at this time. Exactly what all the things were involved, we don't know. I don't know why uh, some people, I don't know why they care what we're doing for Samhain. There's, let me make clear that there's like numbers of neo-pagan traditions. (laughs) and they have different things that are considering to be happening at different times. But in Wicca, the big question is we have the great goddess and the powerful god, and they are the two deities of nature. She's Mother Nature, sometimes he's the god of the forest and the hunt, and he can also be the god of the underworld. The underworld is just where you go when you pass away. The cycle of the year, which is the wheel of the year, and has eight holidays, one of which is Samhain. Samhain is the end of the year, and each of the Sabbaths meet. There are people who interpret that as the fact that they are engaging in sexual relationships because now these are deities that are supposedly continuing to create the world. That's, in my opinion, a symbolic way of looking at it. The god embraces the goddess and passes into the underworld. He will be reborn around winter with the newborn sun and the sun coming back. In spring, around uh, Groundhog's Day, the goddess renews herself. She becomes young again. They're dating by May. (laughs) And then in summer, they're married at midsummer. Then the cycle begins at the witch's new year, which is Halloween or Samhain. It's a nature cycle. Americans have a strong Calvinist backbone. And that's not entirely a bad thing. But famous author in America, I cannot remember his name, he was the one that said, Baltimore author said, yes, Puritanism is the great fear that someone somewhere is having a good time. There was, it used to be saying that the great god Sam Hain... He's not a god. He's actually an occult detective in California. That's the Wiccan joke. The great god Sam Hain was the god of the dead and was collecting all the souls under him, and they sort of identified him with the devil as keeping all the souls under him and so forth. That's really not true. Someone said they did find a reference to a spelling very similar to that of a deity associated with the dead. The theory is is that we're not interested in life. We're interested in dying no, that's really not it. We miss our friends that pass away. We recognize mortality. The ancient Celts were very much polytheists and animists, and they believed in all numbers of gods, including things that people would now call fairies. Fairies are not like nature spirits, and fairies are not always sweet and lovely and kind. Nature is not always sweet and lovely and kind. The dark fairies that come out in the winter, they represent cold and people getting sick and things like that. They're that snow that you want to bitch at in the winter. Not all the fairies that are out are good in the world. In the summer, they have the warm, nice fairies, but even they supposedly have a sense of humor. And so if things go wrong... Like you've hung up your wash and the line falls down and they're all in the dirt again. Someone might say, Bloomin' fairies. Because that couldn't have been your fault that you didn't tie the line up correctly. So this is all tied into it. Not every fairy spirit is going to show up and be your godmother and give you Cinderella off. That's not what that's about. Aside from that, Christians seem to have a theory definitely some Protestants do, that there is the side of God, and then there is Satan. They have a very dualistic way of looking at it, and you're either on this team or that team. They say that if you're not doing the Christian thing, which whatever, they they define it different ways, then you might be trafficking with other spirits that aren't nice. We say spirits are not necessarily good, evil, or whatever, but they are out there, and maybe we don't necessarily want to deal with them, or just like, I don't want mice in my house. You don't want some troublesome spirit who supposedly is playing games with you and moving things around in your house.
0: Is what we're going to listen to today human or diabolical? The ceremony of Samhain, often mispronounced by the uninitiated as Sam Samhain, is a mid-autumn pagan festival that marks the passage of warm, lush seasons to those when much of nature turns cold or dies. Sawan acknowledges this universal phenomenon as symbolizing human death too. A fire of burning coals is lit in a small brazier, into which symbolic offerings of corn, candy, alcohol, and even fake or spirit money are thrown to accompany and help the dead in their new situation. It is during this festival that pagans remember and celebrate what the departed have left behind honoring their dead with solemnity reverence and sadness but also with humor here are some modern day pagans preparing for the Samhain ritual tackling the practical task of positioning the smoking brazier in such a way that the blustering wind doesn't blow the smoke into people's faces yeah we don't we don't want you smoked out either no smoking people out
1: Yeah, yeah we, we'll have to do that. We'll, it'll be a new dance, a new sacred <laughs> dance. It's called the fire the fire smoke dance, yeah, yes. that's
2: why pagans yeah, always did spiral dances.
0: Uh, <laughs> 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 the ceremony opens with the four cardinal points being welcomed, each symbolically personified by a god or goddess bestowed with particular qualities. After the four directions have been welcomed, gods and goddesses, whose character traits reflect or oversee the challenges and sadness of passing from this life into death, are called upon to bless the ceremony and those participating.
3: Hail, guardian of the East, spirit of air, in love and thanks we invite you here. Let the dry winds flow, let the whirlwinds blow, let the coloured leaves toss to and fro. Guardian of the East, we give thanks to thee... Spirit of air, blessed be. Hail and welcome.
4: We call to the spirits of the south, of fire, of passion, and heat. Be with us here today. Spirits of south, blessings and welcome. Hail and welcome.
2: Hail Hail. and welcome.
4: We call to Lord Hades, God of the underworld. He who welcomes those in after their long travels. God of those on the other side, we call to you, hail and welcome. Hail Hail and welcome. welcome. I call to the
1: Lady Aradia, the daughter of the goddess, who is the goddess herself, who flies on the winds of autumn into the winter and through the year. Aradia, the teacher, Aradia, we call you, hail and welcome. Hail Hail and and
3: welcome. Blessed be Bridget our fair goddess of blacksmithing, poetry, and healing. Beloved goddess, you have many, many capabilities that we need throughout the year. Please bless us with knowledge and wisdom in the coming year ahead. Beloved Bridget, hail and welcome.
4: Hail and welcome. I call to Hecate, goddess of the dark night, goddess of the crossroads. She who guides us when we stand ready to go in a new direction. A call to Hecate. Blessings and welcome.
3: Blessings. Blessings and welcome.
0: A quiet-voiced woman calls on a nameless goddess, who she refers to as she who weeps, comparing her to an Irish banshee who wanders about wailing, and she expresses the wish that the crying of this personification will cleanse the grief of those who mourn. The virgin goddess Persephone, Persephone, who gave up life to become queen of the dead, is summoned.
2: Life and become queen of the dead. The legends say that Hades kidnapped her. Some other legends say that she went willingly. She who reigns over this time of year and brightens the lives of those souls in the underworld and brings joy to the heroes. Hail Hail Persephone. Hail Persephone.
0: The table come altar is decorated with a motley collection of photographs of loved ones, painted skulls, a huge pumpkin, corn, statues of deities, even one of Star Trek's Mr Spock, and a taxidermized raven. So you may also remember pets that have passed. They're parts of our families too.
1: It's not always a blood ancestor that you might remember. The raven is here for
0: Edgar Allan Poe. Ah, the raven. Of course, we're near Baltimore here, and Poe had a long association with the city, dying there in 1849.
1: Leonard Nimoy Spock, shortly before he passed, he said he would, on his tweeting thing, he said, I would be very happy to accept you as my honorary godson to someone, or anyone as my honorary godchildren. So he is now, unofficially, this was just before he died, the patron godparent of all geeks, science fiction fans, so, in memory of that, he is here. And so, I'm going to give an offering first for Leonard Nimoy. You know, Leonard Nimoy, he might want to buy something. He's just recently over there. Maybe he needs a something for the house.
0: A late arrival brings more photographs of relatives and one of someone we all know.
5: Well, no, no, I'm going to put Walt Disney up somewhere so Hulk can
1: stay. <laughs> Oh Disney, that's wonderful.
0: A new person in the group is invited to make his dedications. He rises to the occasion with enthusiasm. Um, sure, I mean I'm new at this but it looks like
2: it's fairly simple. So, so I brought uh, two pictures. Uh, so I brought a picture of a hummingbird, which is symbolic of my, my grandmother. She loved hummingbirds mm. um, and she hated pictures of herself. So I thought I wouldn't be honoring her very well if I brought a picture of her. There aren't many um, because she hated them so much. Uh, so I brought a picture of a hummingbird, which is taken probably by her uh, outside her house. Yeah, so she would hate a money offering because she really didn't care much for money, but I think she would love a drink. A
0: drink? So, oh
2: my So if goodness. I could give her a, some some alcohol, she, Sir. Would, Sir. she would like that. Help yourself. Alright, Grandma, drink up.
0: After the novice ceremoniously pours his grandmother a drink onto the fire, with the others joining in the toast, the dedications become more detailed and personal, ranging in tone from sombre, even painful, to upbeat and jolly. A pre-adolescent gets to honour a grandparent he never knew, and myth... Who is leading the ceremony? Sings a late nineteenth-century song that refers to the tradition started in medieval times of poor people going door to door during All Hallowtide, which encompasses All Saints and All Souls days, to ask for cakes in return for praying for the souls of the household's departed loved ones.
3: So, um, the the person I usually remember this time of year is my is my stepfather. You know, being. Being someone who's like an abuse survivor, um, I, I don't have a lot of family members that were particularly kind to me. He's not a blood relative, but and and I maybe that's maybe that's what made the difference. That uh, you know when you know some some of the darkest times of my life, he he was there for me when nobody else was, and you know he uh, actually gave me a car once when mine totally bit the dust and I was gonna lose my job and. He gave me this old 1981 Chevette with a quarter million miles on it, and that lasted the six months I needed it to last for me to get a new car. And, uh, you know, he, I didn't know him long because he died young. He, he died, died at age 48 um, But uh, he was not my father, but if he could have been my father, he would have been a great father. And so I will always remember kindness and The fact that he, he, he treated me like that is funny, I wasn't so. Sounds like a good guy. Thanks a lot.
5: I also want to put a word in for Zella Ziona, the trans woman who was murdered in Gaithersburg just this past weekend.
2: My mom loved making money. She loved spending money. She loved gambling. She loved saving money. I even tucked her casino card and a little bit of uh, spirit money. Uh, when we, you know, before they closed it up, because I figured, you know, she's up in that big casino in the sky where you always win. So, mom, here's a little more gambling money for you.
5: <laughs> and this is for my um, uh, grandmother, which I never got to meet because she died before I was born. His cancer came on so suddenly and happened so quickly, that his wife that kind of left her in a position where she didn't get life insurance and some of the things that, if they'd known, he could have. And
1: uh, For all the uh, ancestors from the British Isles, which I do know my ancestors go back to there, I offer them some shortbread, and I'll quickly sing the soul cake song. A soul, a soul, a soul cake, please, good Mrs. A soul cake, an apple, a plum, a penny, a cherry... Any good thing to make us all merry, a soul, a soul, a soul cake. The reason they called it souling is they would go in and if you gave them some money or gave them some cakes, they would later go and say prayers for the souls of the dead. This was very much tied into Christianity. The souling song, as I've read, is actually a Christian song that was done by the Catholic Church around the British Isles to encourage people to go and say prayers for souls of the dead. There were references to people walking around and singing for holidays, including Around All Hallows.
0: Returning to the ceremony, we hear stories of gracious forgiveness, family tragedy, a salute to the original inhabitants of this territory, and an acknowledgement that even thwarted aspirations must be grieved. My father, my biological father, he had his troubles. He was not a force,
3: a presence in my life. but. The evidence is that he was abused as a child, so if he didn't turn out the best, perhaps there was a reason for it. So I give a remembrance. Because my father wasn't there, and my mother had to work to raise, you know, support us, I was raised essentially by my grandmother. I want to remember my grandmother. This is not for people
5: for an idea, and for people, for ideas that we've had to give up. He fell down some steps and he held my one-year-old brother in his arms and it was the blood clot from that impact that killed him suddenly and unexpectedly grandfather i honor you and some corn for my grandparents he was a, a rancher she housemaker but they were always very very poor but all the children they, they were of that generation where all their kids did better than they did I'm giving them some money and
1: some corn because they're people of the earth For the Native Americans who lived in this area, the Piscataway, some of them are still here, some of the other tribes were here, been
0: offering corn. Some members of the group acknowledge old family taboos and ethnic shame, and there are dedications to famous people. Not simply sycophantic nods to celebrity, but heartfelt thanks for inspiration that shaped childhood. They remember the struggles of historic ancestors and express gratitude for the courage they derived from that heritage
3: the final remembrance for my childhood hero carl sagan when oh, I was, yes. so when i was a child I, I started reading his books and he had that had his documentary series and the, the thing that always struck me was that although he declared himself to be an agnostic there was a depth to his spirituality that I think most people never really understood and that that he he declared the cosmos with a capital C for a reason that that the universe was was what he was really enthralled with. that longing to understand where we are from and where we are going that's something that all of us should really be striving for and that that was uh, that reverence for the universe that be Child, so uh, you yeah, know, never met him, but I would have liked to have met him. Um, and you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that he existed.
4: I will put in another offering for Leonard Nimoy, who was with Spock, one of my childhood idols. Definitely someone on TV who was intelligent was rare, and someone who tries knowledge and finding out. What And I also want to put money in for another one, Uh, maybe not not a childhood idol, but a young adult idol, Terry Pratchett, a writer of fantasy, died not too long ago. Um, He wrote about science. He wrote about magic. He wrote a lot about paganism in a way that made it very accessible to people. Uh, He was a very prolific writer. uh, And I'm sad because I'm sure he could have written a lot more. So I'm glad. But of course, he's moved on to make room for new writers to come in. But he's left us quite a legacy and I will uh, keep his books and love them fondly, so goodbye to Terry Pratchett.
5: I learned when I was in my late 40s that I'm part Polish, and then I think about my grandfather, who always said, oh yes, we have Native American, and his wife, hiding the fact that she was Polish because that was too shameful, said, don't lie. Now I have to wonder. So, some skeleton bones to represent them, and some offerings them because I have no way to know what they would want. Pierogies. Pierogi! <laughs> <laughs> Sausage! <laughs> yeah. And Mr. Disney, not that anyone needs to give you any more money.
2: We're giving you enough.
5: <laughs> I've personally paid for at least one descendant's college education, I'm certain, but thank you for all the delight you've provided us and the storytelling and an inspiration to me and thank you thank you especially to my pioneer ancestors particularly i believe her name was ida she was going across the her family was she was moving with her husband and two sons and they were struck down you know in a covered wagon scenario and they were struck down but something that would happen to people as they were going out west the flu or smallpox or something, and they were all terribly sick, and her husband died. And even though she was sick, she realized if she didn't get up and get them moving, they were all going to die. And Aunt Ida, Grandmother Ida, whatever the blood is, when I was deathly ill, it was your spirit and your inspiration I called on. And I got up and I got into my wagon and I got moving, so I didn't die. And I just thank you. And I give all of this to you, dear one. Thank you.
0: The dedications end with two references to unnecessary death that could have been prevented. One universal and political, and one personal. This is to every
5: American who has passed away because they didn't have health insurance. Please, please, please help us change it so that we can stop that, and so that we have universal coverage, and so the citizenry of this nation realizes that it is their right to have coverage and that we're all willing to make whatever small, relatively small, sacrifice for that right. Please. Lend us your energy, and
4: let us make it so. He died a good long while ago, my first boyfriend. He drank himself to death and died of a burst cancreas, mm. And Someone found him in his apartment the next day. Um, he died too young. I think it is the thinning of the veil. I've been thinking about him again. Blessings and farewell.
1: All the names we have called, all the names we did not call, all the people in our heart, all the ones we know by face and name, all the ones we know that are far from us and we never met, but wish we did. We ask you as you wander at this time, if you are about to think kindly on the living, we ask if you rest, you rest in peace, and if you dwell in light in the other lands, we wish you the greatest joy. All our blessing and love is with you, all our compassion is with you, and much joy to you. Hail and farewell. Hail Hail and farewell.
2: farewell. Dark Mother, she who is known by many names, some of which we call today, some of which we know only in our hearts, where they have been lost to time. Thank you for joining us in our circle.
1: We are a community. We are a circle. We are connected loosely and tightly, individually, for different people. I'm always glad to see people at this, at the same new and old places. I tell you, it's wonderful to have you here. So, merry meet,
4: merry part, and, and merry meet again! again. Yeah. You randomly grab people and hug them. Yeah. Yeah. Blessings. we
1: go. Blessings.
3: Blessing. Thank you for coming. Thank
5: Thanks
0: for very me. oh, Merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. A greeting that sums up gladness to have met, a wish to part in peace and good health, and a hope that we will meet again in the same spirit. What better way to end a ritual where the celebrants express nothing but graciousness, tolerance, caring, gratitude, love, and gentle, unresentful sorrow? Is this the workings of darkness and evil? You have heard it for yourselves, so make up your own minds. I
1: believe two things can be true at the same time. There could be some ancient connection to this that you are actually picking up on, It could be purely symbolic. And here's something that someone said once, uh, Judy Harrow, it really doesn't matter which. What matters is that a bunch of people came together, they celebrated, and they had a good time. And what they interpreted as happening doesn't matter. What
0: matters is they came together and did it. So, till next time on Routing Out, merry meet, merry part, and merry meet again. This episode was conceived and narrated by Zoe Badavenik with generous contributions from Myth Woodling and the Chesapeake Pagan community.